Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Yeah. If you know, you know. What up, what up, what up, what up? Oh, I'm hot today. What up, what up, what up, what up, though? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amar Hawkins. Appreciate you. Taking time out today to check out the latest episode of the show. Got a special show for y'all today, man. I got two new Virginia Cavaliers in the building. We're going to discuss with them their journey here to UVA and what's been going on since they've been here at the University of Virginia. But first of all, make sure you check out BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live, in-sports, betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So, I know y'all wondering who I'm bringing in, right? So, we're going to bring in guys who we expect to contribute right away, right? I'm going to bring in a quarterback, and I'm going to bring in a receiver. So without further ado, I'm going to bring in Tony, and I'm going to bring in Malik. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing today, man? How's it going? I'm doing well. Doing well, man. Making it happen. Yeah? How's spring going? Spring practice going for y'all? It was good. We had our first true full scrimmage today. We had some situation work on Saturday. But um, today, we got to just put the ball down, go play football, and do what we love to do. So it was great to finally, you know, feel like we're playing up to speed, full, full go. So uh, it was a lot of fun. So, you know, both of you guys are, are transfers coming in. Uh, we know in the past couple of years, the transfer portal has been like the topic of conversation for everybody. Uh, so if you guys can give us kind of your insight because you went through the process, how was it going through the transfer portal? Yeah, I'll let Tony go first. 
Um, yeah, it was it was a little hectic. Uh, the biggest difference I would say between high school and the transfer portal is um, in high school it's kind of drawn out between you know end of your sophomore year, maybe start of your junior season to the end of your junior season, all the way up until you know your senior year when you commit. So um, it's not so much like jam packed and and and, for, and like hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the transfer portal, it's you hit the portal. And it's, you know, that day within an hour or two, you're getting, you know, a bunch of coaches calling you, texting you, uh, just want to get in contact to see where your mind's at. And so um, you still have to balance all that while well, you're still finishing your fall semester of school. And you still have homework and classwork and stuff to do like that. So um, it is a little frantic just because of the, basically, you know, a year and a half process of just like high school career, but it's all packed into about, you know, for me, it was about a month. And so it's kind of hard to sift through everything, determine who's really for real, where you want to go, the real options, and the ones you kind of got to eliminate. Um, but luckily, I had a great support staff around me, you know, coaches, friends, my family. And so they helped me out and uh, made the transition smooth and easy. How about you, Malik? Yeah, and for me, I mean, I came in as a grad transfer, so I had already finished up school and graduated from undergrad. And so when I entered the portal, it was a little different. I was looking, I had already had a plan. And I think that's the biggest advice I give to anybody that wants to enter transfer portals to you know, first have a plan. What do you want? What do you want to get out of the next program that you go to? Uh, figure out what you're looking for. So I kind of already had some of that stuff figured out. And so now it was just who was interested in me and how could they help me become the, what are the my goals, the, the person I want to become. So I think the process is, like Tony said, it's a little hectic, but you, you got, some, got some goals and some things you already know that you want to figure out. It'll be smooth. So when you enter the portal, because so it's a little different. So Malik, you're, you're a grad transfer. So I think you have a little bit more flexibility in the sense mm-hmm. opposed to, to Tony. Like everybody wants to know, like when you enter the transfer portal, maybe you, you can't answer it because it might be, you know, like don't ask, don't tell type thing. Do you already have in mind schools that you want to transfer to? Like I said, y'all two different situations. Like Tony has two years of eligibility left. You're a graduate student. So it might be your answers probably be differently, but. Do you have in mind or is it like the wild wild west and you just wait for your phone to ring as quick as possible yeah i'm not going to comment on uh my own personal situation or malik's but i mean i know around the country you know how college football has always been you know tampering and stuff like that but uh yeah. you know it's more so something like i hadn't had any contact with a uh, coach lamber and uva coach before i entered so that was something that came to fruition after i made the decision so um you know i think it's different and unique for each person going into the portal like I said, it's all very still unrestricted. So I'm sure across the country there is, you know, certain circumstances where stuff like that is happening. Yeah, when I was in the portal, I had I had opened my notes app and I had already written down like 10 schools. I was like, man, if they reach out to me, I would seriously, you know, take this into consideration. And so, of course, UVA was one of those schools and I got a couple of buddies that were already here. So it kind of really just worked out for me. But I think, like I said, talked about going in with a plan. So but I don't think there's much of that you already know where you're going to land or where you're going to end up before you get in the portal. Cause once you get in the portal, anybody can hit you up and any situation could come about. So I wouldn't say it's already something, you know, pre-planned. Yeah. And, you know, going with you, Tony, you know, you, you know, looking at your career, mom and decorated through for a lot of yards, uh, was very efficient. So a guy like you that's in the transfer portal, and essentially people think, you know, oh, he's moving up in competition because of the school you come from. Uh, what made Virginia that place for you? Is it because, like, did you make your decision before Brendan Armstrong had already transferred or 
it didn't even matter to you this was a school for you no i believe they had he'd already uh entered before and so that's when coach lamb decided to contact me but honestly uh i came down i had a couple schools um you know that i was really seriously considering uh, that wanted me and uh you know i've said it before it's just uva this is my my home state i'm from northern virginia mm-hmm. and so you know uva's campus is about an hour and a half hour 45 from my house up in up in springfield and so that's a that's a vast difference than being where Monmouth was four and a half hours, five hours away from home. Mm-hmm. And so when uh, you pair that with just, you know, I was able to coach Lamb. He was at Gardner Webb, a school that we played when I was at Monmouth. So he was familiar with me. Um, when he described the offense, he wanted to run, you know, very similar to what I ran at Monmouth. And so along with the education that UVA offers, uh, those were really the big three things that, that was so attractive to me about UVA. And uh, I think I made the right decision so far, you know, all those things, the football, the school, and just the community being close to home. and you know, all the people here, I'm loving it so far. So I think I made a good choice. So, you know, staying with you, <clears throat> being a quarterback, like since you were so successful at your previous school, did you have like a, a system set in mind or you just like, I'm a, I'm a ball player. Like I can, I can adjust to any system. I mean, obviously I don't think I want to go play in the wing tee because <laughs> yeah. any, any good quarterback loves to throw the ball. But um, no, yeah, I love, I mean, it, I didn't really have a system in mind if it was air raid, you know, I'm, I talk to schools that run the area just because, you know, it's fun to play for the quarterback. But I also love the pro style, you know, downhill run inside zone, play action shots, just because as a quarterback, it's really your job to to run the show. I take pride in that. Like I said before, getting the ball to your playmakers and letting them be the stars, that's something I love to do. Um, you know, and like I said, it's if you want to go to the next level, there's an 85% chance you're going to be running the pro style. So um, it's better to get acclimated with it now and show that you can do it on film, on tape, at uh, the, in the ACC, one of the best conferences in college football. Um, that's only going to help you draft stock. So, yeah. And Malik, with you, man, like, did you, like, because, you know, like, when you coming out of college, you, I don't know about y'all, I was naive when I came out of college. I didn't really pay attention to the roster, but I know you guys today are more advanced with social media, so you got a lot more resources. Did you kind of look at the offense and look at the personnel? Because your skill, like, I'm going to be honest with you, Malik, when I saw that you came here and I checked you out what you did in Northwestern, I'm like, Oh, he fit right in what we lost. And it's ironic that the number you got, because you fit like the, the guy we lost and then the guy before him who wore four as well in Alameda. So uh, what were your what were your thoughts as far as like schematically um, at UVA that fit your skill set? Yeah, and I mean, everybody kind of knew about that. Uh, I think that was a 2021 year where the guys were going crazy. Brennan was throwing <laughs> crazy yards, Dontavian, all the guys, KT and those guys. So. I kind of saw that a while ago. Then I, I had already knew Coach Kitchens from recruiting in high school and different things mm-hmm. like that. And I knew Coach Higgins, and of course he's at Penn State now. But those are kind of the things that like attracted me to this place. And knowing that they had these different positions and they like to utilize that slot re- slot receiver, they had already had guys on their roster that aren't always six four, six two. They had smaller guys that they knew how to throw throw around and get the ball to. That was you know really attractive in my process. So just looking at that, I was like. I could fit in here. I could become something. I could become what I want to become here. So. And how has how has the transition been for both of you guys? Just the terminology um, from where you came from to what Coach Kitchens used in this offense. Like, um, was it like your wheels like your wheels are spinning, or since you guys have been in schemes, you could kind of correlate the two? Like, oh, this was similar to what we ran over here, so you kind of understood the concepts. Uh, I would say, um, you know, on paper, it's definitely hard just because, you know, the, the terminology is different. But 
once you got on the field, at least for me, first day of spring ball, you know, you're conceptualizing everything. You get to see it. Mm -hmm. It's all the same, you know, the same concepts I've ran, the same stuff. And uh, you just pick up the terminology as you go. So, you know, I think that was that was practice number seven of spring ball. And so at this point, I feel pretty uh, comfortable with it, almost know like the back of my hand. So it's been good. It'll just continue to keep on growing with reps. You know, the more we're out there, continue to transition that terminology. But, um, yeah, definitely being out in the practice field, getting to actually rep through it in team periods and seven on seven helps a ton. What about yeah. you, Malik? Coming from Northwestern, I mean, we kind of, you know, we ran that two tight end system a lot. We we ran a lot of the 12 personnel stuff with some of the pro uh, pro style play action. So a lot of it kind of translates to my knowledge here and a lot of the plays that we run here. But I'd say what I really like about UVA is there's a lot more options on our routes. And so when, I, when I'm when i in the slot and stuff, I got, you know, I got different options. I could work things different ways. And so learning the later in the playbook, but also learning, you know, my individual job and what I can do, what I'm allowed to do. Uh, it's been really good. And I think, you know, like Tony said, we're on practice six, seven, I don't know the days are mixing together, but <laughs> where we're at right now, I really feel like I have a good understanding of the playbook and what I can do and, you know, how to mix it up so that I'm not showing the same thing every time. And let me ask the, the one question, you know, once you got to Charlottesville, what was, the, what was like one of the first places you visited, not the McHugh Center, like outside of McHugh Center and JPJ, the bubble that we live in as athletes on grounds. It's one of the few spots somebody say, hey, you need to go there. We went with uh, Coach Kitchens took us, I swear it was like three or four times, the Sedona Tap House. Oh, he did? Yeah, because it's right by, <laughs> we, live, uh, we live at the Pavilion, so it's literally okay. a 30 second walk. So I'm not gonna lie, I got that yesterday. That's probably my favorite restaurant. Here. We've always talked about all the food down the corner and stuff. And it's good down there. Uh -huh. uh, we went to Asados with uh, Antonio Clara's safety. You know, it's solid down there, but I mean, Sedona's probably up there for me personally. All right, what about you, Lee? And I'm a guy that likes to shop, so I went to the Barrick Shopping Center to see what's around there, see if I could find some clothes, some shoes, yeah. something. You know, I was looking for anything because I don't really know well, where the best places to shop around here, so. I want to check that out for a little bit. Yeah, you probably have to go. Yeah, I was in the wrong spot. I ain't gonna Online lie. To order. I was in the wrong spot. All Short I saw. Pump. Listen, there's like a what I is it in the <laughs> Joseph A. Banks. It's like so a cold. You know, <laughs> yeah, they got some. They got some. Yeah, they got some shops here. Don't get me wrong. And I hope the people that live here don't give me a hard time. But yeah, you know, you're not underutilized like online. But nah, you get the short pump, man. You have a good old time. Man. If you go to D.C., somewhere like that. Um, but, yeah, uh, so here's what I do want to talk to you guys about also. So you guys are part of – both of you guys are part of Cavs Future, correct? Yeah. So if I didn't know anything about Cavs Future, what does Cavs Future do for student-athletes here at the University of Virginia? So uh, Cavs Future just recently became the – I don't want to mess with the official terminology, but the official NIL representation group, I believe, of, yep. of UVA, which is mm -hmm. pretty big for them. And basically, it's headed by uh, Lowe Davis is, is the head, and I think Maddie Walsh yeah. is uh, like the next in line. Okay, Tony, you cooking. Keep going. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm saying they're, they're great people. I've had the opportunity to, to meet with them and do some stuff with them. But um, really, it's just, you know, they're trying to get UVA student athletes, you know, in front of these companies and, and organizations and brands that want to partner with them. Um, like I said, it comes from one, they're looking to find deals for you, but also it's, I've met with Maddie personally about, you know, building your your social media presence so you can attract more brands and more opportunities, stuff like that. 
um, how you can get more engagements, whether it's on Instagram, Twitter, stuff like that. So uh, they're really just a resource that student athletes have available. Um, it's super helpful. Like I said, Monmouth didn't have anything like that. So to have people like them that are willing to, you know, put you first and put your goals, um, you know, as their goals too, it means a lot to have. Nice. Yeah. So salute to Cavs Future. So what um, Tony was alluding to, Cavs Future is a Virginia nonstop corporation providing an inclusive marketplace for University of Virginia student athletes to capitalize on their name, image, and likeness. And they have been named the official NIL collector for Virginia athletics through an association with Virginia sports property. The partnership was negotiated by Playfly Sports, UVA's multimedia rights holder. So shout out to Lowe and shout out to Maddie for what they're doing for uh, student athletes. And Malik, my dog Adam says you need to come to Richmond for your shoes. So Adam, he can get you any shoe you want. Adam got me. Okay. Yeah, Adam Harrell get you any. Let me connect with Adam. Hey, drop yeah. drop some stores in, in the bottom or something. I need to check something out. Oh, I get y'all linked up. He got a he got a Twitter page. He got Facebook. I'll get y'all linked up most definitely. But if you want shoes, holla at Adam. We'll see. Drop drop the contact info. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna get y'all linked up. He he. Trust me. He ain't gonna let me forget. Um. But so when it comes with nil, right? So nil is just like it's a lot of. How can I put it in a better words? There's a lot of panic when it comes to NIL, right? Because first of all, we all should own our name, image, and likeness. Like a piece of paper should not take that away from us. Like I didn't know when I went to college, I was I didn't own my name anymore. I didn't own my image anymore. Like I couldn't benefit from it, right? But you guys have the opportunity to um, benefit from it. So with the NIL, and you guys talked about with, with Cast Future, what's the process? So if I'm a, and I mean, I am a store, you know, I do own my own company, but if I slid in your DMs and be like, yo, Tony Malik, I want you to, hey, I want you to be an influencer. I want you to rep my clothing. What's the next step a student athlete has to do if somebody wants to pay them for being the ambassador? I think you want to take it? I mean, I'm not big on the NIL stuff. You know, I just kind of just whenever someone DMs me or something, I just I open it. I read it. You live like, more. Nah, 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 that's not When I think about next steps, I think, you know, read it clearly, read it a couple of times. Don't don't reply right away. Sit on it and connect with some people that do know, you know, what's going on. Some people that might know have some more information on NIL, so connect with Maddie Walsh, connect with Lowe, mm-hmm. uh, send it to them possibly and get their feedback on it before you, you know, you start making any decisions or something because the last thing you want to do is, is not be safe or do the wrong thing. So I would say just connect with the with the right people and make sure that you got it cleared. This is something that you really want to do and it's something that'll benefit you and not only benefit whatever company it is. What you got? What you got, Tony? They sliding yeah, so. in your DMs. You the quarterback, a quarterback. <laughs> No, so similarly to, similarly to Malik, I'm not – I mean, obviously, no one wants to pass up NIL opportunities, but that's not that's not my focus. So um, I was able to – someone reached out to me, Mr. Z, over at Hook Sports Marketing, and so uh, I, I hired him as my agent. And so whenever something like that occurs, um, you know, obviously you'll be cordial, nice to them, and then I'll shoot them his contact info. Okay. And then pretty much from there, he just – he handles everything for me, uh, whatever they need, like – Payment-wise, I don't handle any of that. I signed a contract with him over at Hook Sports. And so um, he just lets me know the details. If I have to be somewhere or do something, he'll let me know. And so for my, you know, 
point of view, it's super easy just because he's doing all that behind the scenes work for me. Um, and so I just have to show up somewhere, do this so I can really just have that that time, all that negotiating stuff um, to myself. And, you know, Maddie is the same thing. I know she people reach out to her all the time. She reaches out to people. Um, same thing with love. So I'm just having a support group like that. Like I said earlier, um, it's great to have just so I can focus on, you know, school and football and being the best UVA student athlete I can be. And then when that stuff does come up, I can just do it quick and, you know, get my focus back on what really matters. So what I got from both you guys, if fans are here that they not chasing the bag, they, they taking their time, they focus on, because I always feel like you can't get a bag if your product on the field stinks. So if y'all here chasing the bag, the bag ain't gonna be there because you you're not gonna be very good if you're not taking care of the bottom line, which is making sure your craft is sharpened to the to the point to where you're doing your job and you're creating wins for your team. Um, so as guys that are in it, do you guys feel like because you know it's a lot of chatter from from folks say you know the NIL can be a deterrent can can divide a locker room. What can keep that from happening in you guys opinion can keep like guys getting these different nil deals what can keep guys together versus collectively like being against each other because through jealousy of guys getting money i would say a lot of that has nothing to do with nil it's just the culture and, and the brotherhood that you already have in your locker room so if you already had that stable foundation of a brotherhood you guys love each other you guys do things for each other you guys are happy for each other you won't really have to worry about those problems. So those problems really arise when that's not there, that that brotherhood, that connection is not present. So and with our locker room, I mean, we all cheer for each other. We all want each other to do well. So I don't think we'll ever have to worry about that problem. Love it. Yeah, I, I couldn't put it any better. I feel like that stuff occurs, you know, on certain teams that aren't close and don't have a great brotherhood. Like I said, if, if Malik right now had a deal for a certain amount of money, I'll be nothing less than happy for him just because we built that bond and built that relationship where, um, you know, we care for each other as a brother. And same thing with the rest of the guys in the locker room. Uh, I feel like this group especially, um, we have a very close bond and a very tight-knit. And so, uh, like Malik said, you know, one, per one person's success is everyone's success. And when you truly uh, believe that and feel that way about your teammates, about your brothers, that's when, you know, the outside world factors can't influence what goes on in that locker room and the way you feel about each other. So, yeah, it would definitely be cool for everybody to have deals like that. That's the hope and that's the dream. And then also uh, the product on the field to, to show that that's more than worthy. Yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. I feel like if you got leadership in the locker room and you, it's a truly a brotherhood, as you guys alluded to, you're actually applauding that your brother is gaining that monetary, um, they're getting that monetary gain in a sense. And he understands that he couldn't have got that monetary gain without his brother. So they're, they're probably going to share it with you, you mm -hmm. know, in, in some aspect, if it's, if it's you know, truly needed or requested. Um, now, if you only get a dealership, you get a... NIL with Audi or something like that. I'm, I'm gonna be on his head. I'm gonna be like, let me in. Ask me to drive. I need to ride. Have y'all heard of anybody like? Cause you know, I heard of like LSU's and the Bama's. Them guys getting like cars, like the, the dealership type NIL endorsement deals. Y'all got any of those yet? What? I don't know. What I did hear was something cool that I was thinking about mentioning was uh Jalen Hyatt, the Tennessee receiver. Mm -hmm. um, I saw something on Twitter where it said he had got a deal with Hyatt Hotels. Oh, so nice. basically, I don't know what it's for him, but all of his teammates got it was like three hundred dollars worth of hotel credit, and so they could use that whenever. Which that's cool because you know, you're yeah. profiting, one you're profiting off your name, image, and likeness, 
with that company, but then also all your teammates are profiting from it too. Same thing with like Caleb Williams. He gave all his teammates like three pairs of beats or something. So yeah. I feel like that's cool. If that's a possibility, I would love to do something like that. Um, something where everybody benefits, not just the one singular person. No, I'm with you on that, man. Uh, so let's have some fun right now. So Coach Tony Elliott, what was your first thoughts with him? Not when you sitting there talking to him and, you know, it's calm, but on the practice field. Once you, you, you want to know the word that Tony Elliott says when you know he's serious? Have y'all picked up on the one word that he says when you know he's serious? Nah, you don't have to share that. So when he's serious, listen to it now. When, like, what's today? So today's Tuesday. So they all next practice, what, Thursday? Yeah. So y'all going to be on the practice field. If he stop y'all and he really start making making sure y'all focus, he going to say right a lot. Yeah, I can see he that. He says it after every sentence. <laughs> <laughs> With Coach in his bag, right? Because so right here, guys, right? We're going to do this. And you're a receiver, Malik, so you know he's going to come to y'all group. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he definitely going to. Like, quarterbacks, ah, eh, running backs, he'll flirt with a little bit. Lineman, he ain't messing with them. Receivers, move. Let me show you. Look, put your foot right here. Foot better not be turned like this. Need your shoulders here. He ran a route yet, Malik? <laughs> he, he put his, you know, he shifted his weight and put his foot in the ground sometimes to demonstrate for us, but he ain't, what? he ain't run the full route tree yet. Hey man, yo, so Tony, if coach ever put his foot in the ground, he don't get his head around, let it, don't hit him though. Let it fly by his ear real hard. That's the one he's giving me the head tap. He's telling throw it up. What? Yeah. Hey, yo, coach, coach. He's looking good. Yo, coach E, I need to holler at you, man. <laughs> what you out there doing? So Malik, one-on-ones. What's the one DB when he get up in front of you? Like, ah, we gonna, it's, this going to be a battle. Dave Harrard. I already told him he, he play a lobster technique. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you get up on him, he, he, he get his claws out and he, he grabs on. Every time I go against Dave, I end up on the ground. I don't know how. I don't know when. I end up on the ground. I end up hurt. I, something happens when I go against Dave. Yeah. He's physical, man. Man, the claw technique. Yeah, you is in it. So most of the time you do one-on-ones, are you like mimicking being in the slot more yeah. than on the edge? For the most part, we kind of stay in that one position. And Tony, what's the one DB that be trying to cheat? That be trying to un- know what route is coming? I'm trying to know what route? Because do y'all just do y'all just say like a cold word? No, no, no. So they'll, they'll signal it from behind the DB, which I like. So oh. DB, like, yeah, they can't see anything. Okay. It's just receivers looking at it. Coach Mims does it. So I'm me and receiver both looking at Coach Mims. Okay. He gives a route. And then we're just rolling. I, mean, I bet Coach Mims be out here looking at what type of leverage they had and be cooking them too. <laughs> they working on outside leverage and they, hey, yo, let's run a bang eight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So, look, man, we got a couple more minutes. I appreciate all the fans tuning in. We got folks and, and Twitter in the, in the chat, people on Facebook in the chat. They more just observe me because they saying – I'm a master interviewer because they liking all the questions. I guess they wanted to know everything y'all was talking. I know everybody wanted to talk about the NIL. And my thing was, um, I didn't go through the NIL process. And I like to just continue to ask the next generation, you know, next uh, generation of guys, like how it's a process for you. Um, and I think the one thing I always forget about is you will have guys that aren't like, I think a lot of times, some guys just embrace that they have the option, right? Versus, look, I'm sounding like Coach Elliott. That's how you know I'm serious, right? Versus chasing the bag. Like, if I know I had the option to 
create a YouTube channel. I had the option to sign an autograph for a mom and pop shop and get some money. Then I'll take it if it's there, but it's not like I'm out here like, yo, I'm on Instagram. Like, yo, look at me. And then the bots start sending you all these DMs with no followers talking about, hey, can you, can uh-huh. you message our main page? Y'all get those? If that ain't the biggest scam, I, I've got stay a, away from I've got a couple in the, in the, where it's like more messages and it's like the hidden yeah, one. Yeah, stay away from them. I'm look, <laughs> take from ball hawks. Stay away from them. Put them in the trash can juice pile. That's disrespectful. You gonna DM me, say hey, see your profile. DM this other profile. What? What are you doing? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you know what I said? Hey Malik, man, I saw you run that route on Lex and he was mic'd up. DM this page over here. Hey Lex, <laughs> I got your back, dog. We know, we know you out there. Hey, Lex tackled you yet, Malik? He get his payback? He came. He got a pick on me Saturday, so so he, he got he got me back. It wasn't. Hold on now, it wasn't one on one. But he was playing backside safety. He came and got it. Hey, Lex. and I know who do too. Whoever run the Virginia football Twitter, you wrong. Why you didn't put his interception? You put him getting the dun the dun on skates. <laughs> he get an interception. Nowhere to be found. See that? See how they do DBs? You know what, man? They don't love you, Lex. They don't love you, man. <laughs> And Lex, so do y'all, uh, now I'm, now I'm giving you a tough question, especially you, Tony, because your number is dear to me. Do you know the quarterback that wore your number that's beloved, Tony? At UVA. Yes. And yeah, it don't matter if you get it wrong, bro, but I want to know if you mm-hmm. know. I know. I know Coach Taylor Lamb wore 11 at App State when he played. Taylor Lamb. I was watching some Coach Lamb highlights this morning. They're out there playing, you know, Texas State, Louisiana Monroe. You're dicing them, dicing them, diving for the pylon, dual threat. Hey, man, don't get no. Oh, no, we're not doing that. Coach hey. Lamb, you ain't getting no play in this ride. You my guy. No, we ain't doing that. Don't do that because the next time I see him, like, yeah, I told you. You ain't tell me nothing, coach. You got to look it up. Taylor the Lamb, dude who wore like. number 11 at UVA, Aaron Brooks, my quarterback. Good. My quarterback. <laughs> Played for the New Orleans Saints and also the Oakland Raiders. Took the Saints, put them back on the map in the playoffs. So, Aaron Brooks wore number 11 at the University of Virginia, man. You got AB mm-hmm. number. When I saw you had AB number, I was sold, brother. I'm biased. I'm on your side. <laughs> don't tell Jay, though, okay? Don't tell Raymond you. and definitely don't tell. The, uh, matter of fact, he can't talk to me because he got smoked. And I and I bet on him, too. I'm mad at him. Who's that? Delaney the, versus Meek? Delaney versus Meek? When, oh, yeah. when when Meek smoked Del- Delaney is a, a world class sprinter. Man, I bet on him with everybody too. He let me down, dog. I, my bad to Meek. I'm sorry because Meek. Delaney said he wants he wants he wants it back in the summer though. Why? What's he's what been He looks good. Man, you quarterback stick together. I, hate to. I gotta roll I gotta roll with the cues. So, so you have money on Delaney too, right? I mean, not no, little I don't, money, I don't, but I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't bet on anything. Yeah, not, not when I say I got money on, I'm talking about push-ups. I don't bet money. I need my. No, no, no. I, I, I thought Meek was gonna win, but the summer's a different story. So you thought Meek was gonna win, Delaney? Did you hear that? Yeah, no, I'm okay. saying, I'm saying, summertime. I have my guy, my guy DC. What is going to be? What like is he? What is going to be the difference? What's like? I don't understand. Help me. Delaney's gonna go back out to Cali, his hometown. He's gonna, he's already looking, he's already looking good. He's been, he's moving in, in spring ball practice, and then he's gonna come back. Miki is running track though too, so I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be close. 
Gonna be hundred, a couple, a couple of sub, sub ten hundred meters at Buffalo. How, how, so what was the distance the last time that they raced? Was this forty? Hundred meters. Yeah. Oh, it was a full hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the meat jumped out on him, boy. So Malik, question to you. So I gave yours away, so you already know. But it's, I'm gonna see if you really know. Like, who wore number four at UVA before you got here? Not named Billy Kemp. Uh, probably Ahmad Hawkins. No, nah, no, nah, I won number 80 and won number nine. I played receiver <laughs> and then I played DB my last year. Uh, but that was yeah, I, I don't know who, who were for. I told you Alama Day, Zacchaeus. But yeah. there's a guy from my home area, 757. And he got a name that you'll never forget Smoke Mizell. Okay. What he was like? Yeah, man. Well. 1,500 yards receiving, 1,500 yards rushing his career hit. Smoke was about, a, hey, Smoke did everything. Taekwon, Smoke, Mazel from the 757. I got I to find a way to get those stats. Hey, and then along with that, you know, he had 1,000 yards. Yeah. Then Billy. They had like 700 something, I think. Yeah, Billy, like, for his career, as far as receptions, I think, might be top seven. Yeah, but I see you though, dog. I've been in, I, look, I ain't gonna lie, I watch the practice films and stuff. I'm t- like, I, I like what you do, Malik. You you grown man out there. You know, we had grown old man KT last year, Keaton. You the new old man, okay? Yeah. But you don't move like, he he like get up like an old man. Like, he every time he got tackled, somebody had to help Keaton up. He was that old. But you ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think I'm taller than you too, so I'm definitely cheering for you because I'm taller than somebody. I, I had to see about that. I had to see about that. What? Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Sure. No do-overs. We can't go. Yeah. I'm just stretching every morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Tony, man, I like how you throwing the rock, bro. Um I appreciate that. I really like what I see, man. Definitely, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Um oh, also did um so Chico and no man got to hunt you yet, huh? You've been protected. Not yet, but I think he's looking forward to it. Yeah, I know that. Chico's Chico my guy. No, he ain't so too he bad. Been, not, not out there. Not in between the whistles. Yeah, he's been, he been tripping whistles. a little bit. So we'll come once he's back in camp and he's ready, ready to rock. Uh, yeah. We're going to see. And Tony, you got two years left. With, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all didn't know, Tony has two years left. Two. Tony, man, I got to. You, 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 you a cool dude, bro. I appreciate you. You, you can smile, man. Relax. I ain't going to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? You taller than me. He not. That dude, he not taller than me. So I'm gonna talk crazy to him. But you, you're a quarterback too. You know, y'all. We we can't beat y'all. You know, but I appreciate y'all for coming on, man. We got Malik Washington, Tony Musket. Hey, Tony, what's the nickname you got? Cause I like so during the season I give out nicknames, right? But do you have a nickname that your people call you that I'm not gonna call you because I'm gonna make up my own, but do you have one? I mean, I gotta I got an at-home nickname. My dad, my pops calls me T, but I've heard a variety of things since I got here. Um, All right, what you hear? I don't, don't want to tell you. I want you to. I want you to make your see own. See if I'm okay. Yeah, All right. I, I like that. I like that. What up with you? What Malik? You got a you got a fame like your name. I know people call you after famous people. Malik Washington. That sound like you in Hollywood. I just told Coach Mims. He asked me my middle name the other day. I, I, it rolls right off the tongue. Malik Lejay Washington. Lejay. Sound like I'm just. Supposed to be on TV. Yeah, you need to go on All American, bro. They just All killed uh, the daddy. You need to be his, like his his uncle. I mean, not his uncle, his nephew. <laughs> Woo! Not the uncle. What the heck? 
Oh, it's time for me to go. I just said Malik gonna be his uncle. He's the <laughs> oldest. <laughs> hey man, they ain't doing nil uh, acting deals, are they? I may just made Ar- it up. Armando Armando Baycott, UNC center, was in uh, Outer Banks. Oh yeah, I saw that. Armando have been in college twelve years. He got Kihei Clark beat. Shout out to back. Armando, man. That's see, that's what NIO do. It keep you in college. He might have his PhD when he leave UNC. Yeah. Look at that. Hey, NIL, I, I really think, and we're going to close the show, I really think like the NIL can reverse the guys leaving and chasing the bag in pros quick. Like you can monetize off your name and likeness and continue to get further your education and remain in college. That's the both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. So Malik, what was your nickname again? You ain't say one. You said your middle uh, name. Leaky. I, I don't, Leaky? you know what I'm saying? I don't have some people call me Leak. Leak Jack, Leako, but I don't really got like a true nickname. Oh yeah, well, I'm a, oh yeah. Trust by the first game, I'm gonna have one for you, Mister Touchdown. You feel? What? <laughs> That's you got, you got nothing to you do. Saw, with you saw that Tony? <laughs> got nothing to do with his actual name. <laughs> Yo, you super. Hey, oh, I gotta ask about that. The, the sort of flea flicking catch you had. First of all, Tony, why did? Uh, Eight the Great. I don't forget Malachi. his name. Huh? Malachi? Yeah, why did Malachi, like, was he not supposed to be, why he tried to take the ball for you? Hey. Like, he tried, he was a DB. Listen, Malachi, Malachi's been having a great spring ball so far. He's probably yeah. got, like, double-digit touchdown catches. So you know I'm saying? He saw that ball in the air. He sees ball against ball. <laughs> it don't matter who it's going to. I ain't lying to you. I was like, wait a minute, what is Malachi? But Malachi played here locally in high school. Malachi Beast, you know, he was a cold quarterback in high school, bro. Yeah, that's what he said. I don't cold know quarterback. And he was a shot putter, discus. He was like a tapalon in high school, too, in track. I ain't lying. Running 500, 300 indoor. Then come back and run 100, 200, 400. Malachi Beast. Mm-hmm. Malik, you lucky. Because he would have tackled you. <laughs> What's up I with the end zone? What was the end zone uh, celebration? A little silly. Oh, we, we've been acting up. So uh, the last time we had a scrimmage Saturday as well, we scored. Malachi got in the end zone. We did a backflip. And then today was my, my turn. So we got in the end zone. We uh, dumped the money in the bag and ran off with it. So Yo, we're going we to keep the celebrations coming. What? So my guy, OG Who, who another real one, he got his own podcast too, uh, The Hill Podcast. So he got nicknames for y'all. He actually called you this soon as you saw here tony so salute to him for this one. i like this one he called you tony gunpowder and he called i don't think i, don't think I heard that one yeah he called malik i don't like leaky yeah I don't like that. but tony gunpowder hey so now that y'all know me my podcast available on believe network also on apple itunes and spotify if you go back uh which episode is it so my alter ego have fun with tony Tony's last name, Musket. My alter ego is Petty Hawk. Petty Hawk is like the part of me that talks trash and jokes around. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I start, I forgot what I said because I'd be out of out of out of body experience. But yeah, I have fun with your last name, bro. So when you <laughs> said gunpowder, I, I remind me of when, you know, they used to dump the mm, pow, there you go. And then they gotta do it again. Pow. I said, man, I hope his arm ain't like that. Gotta keep loading up. But you do throw that thing like you really about to pow. I appreciate that. Yeah. 
you got some competition, bro, because you know little Russell Wilson 2.0 throwing 90-mile-an-hour fastballs, and then Raymond ain't no easy win, and we know the line is free. So you, QB1, you earned it. Like, yeah, there ain't no slouches, bro. This, so, is, this, is, this is a very talented room. Yeah, so I don't want folks just thinking Tony just going to take the take his gun and just shoot down the competition because little Russell 2.0, nice. Mm -hmm. I know you know. And Malik. Man, Demika better route running to you, man. I said it. Do something about it. That's my, that's my guy and everything we talk. Hey, Meek me had two. Meek had two touchdowns today. Hey, I all I know is TK. T <laughs> hey, TK said he locking all y'all up, though. Get TK on the show right now. We'll, we'll talk about that. Hmm? We'll talk you about that. You let, hold on, dog. You letting TK lock you up? That'll never happen. I know Antonio. I know Antonio done came down. Antonio. He make he it clear. His own guy. What? He played middle middle of the field. Man, you lucky Sanker ain't 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 because Sanker a mob on you. I'm and you know what? I'm gonna call all the DBs when we get off here. <laughs> Cause y'all try to say y'all I ain't even gonna share what y'all said offline. All I know is defense. They talking they talking yeah, crazy. We ain't say all that. We ain't say all that. <laughs> D lines, y'all can't touch the quarterback. You just gonna have to act like you did something. But DBs, yeah, Malik talking. Slicking these streets. So, man, look, man, the Wahoo Nation, we are glad that you're here, man. Appreciate you coming on the Ball Hawk Show. Anytime you want to be a guest, let me know. Um, let the people know where they can follow you on your social medias. Tony, starting with you, man. What, what can the people follow you? I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram, I'm at Tony Musket 11 and then Twitter is just Tony Musket. All right. How about you, Malik? Yeah, and I'm on the same things. I, on Instagram, Malik6 underscore underscore. Then on Twitter, Malik uh, underscore W2. All right, there you have it, man. Make sure you give those guys a follow. Thank you for taking time out today, man. I know you guys been grinding in the spring and, and going to class as well, being uh, ultimate student athletes. We definitely are grateful that you guys chose to transfer to the University of Virginia, man, on the Ball Hawk Show. Until next time, everybody, we out of here. Hawk! Ball Hawk, we out. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Appreciate Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.